Hi family, I am Azuma. Welcome to another moment in my bid to, well, I say my bid, but sometimes you just don't have any choice in the matter, but to heed your ancestors and source energy, and of course, and step up to the mic and share with the world, you know, all that this journey of life has taught us. I hope it's of use to some of you out there. And if it is, please like, please share, and please continue on this journey with me. Today I'm going to be doing a segment on something that I've, I suppose I've battled with for so long because it's always felt like a bit of a bugbear in my life. Maybe that's because I've always looked at it from a negative perspective. But here it is. What do you do when no matter what, you can't seem to shift a, a prolonged sense of restlessness? Now, I'm talking about a particular type. I've had it as long as I can remember, even as a child. It might manifest when I'm in a work-life situation or during a love relationship, or it can just happen in my day-to-day -day as a whole. How do you get to the bottom of this agitation? Do we even recognize it as such? Or are we just putting it down to some external circumstance, such as not feeling particularly upbeat, the weather, not liking our job, you know, all that stuff we always use as excuses. What do you do? This might be something you haven't given much thought to, but for me, it was something that was that knowledge from an early age. My mother used to always say to me, why can't you be like your siblings and just sit in front of the TV and just relax? But that never felt like me, and up to this day, it hasn't changed. I've always questioned why are you not able to do just what you're told and just settle for the norm. <laughs> I mean, listen, on most levels, this is a really challenging place to be. From the outside world, it might look like you can't commit to anything. But what I eventually realized was I couldn't settle because the choices I was being asked to make and all we're making, weren't allowing my soul to sing, therefore weren't aligned with my soul. With this acknowledgement, my natural stance is to always investigate further. What took me on a journey which would inevitably lead to self-discovery? You know, in my present life, I was in a space where I no longer wanted to stand for hours cutting patterns or running around town looking for fabrics for particular looks or, to, or alternatively sit in an office for nine hours or more. The difficulty about it all was your soul knows who you truly are and what would truly make you happy. There hasn't been a time when I haven't said to myself, sacko yourself Azuma and just be content. <laughs> <laughs> or was that my mother? Circle yourself, Azuma, and just be content. <laughs> yeah, it's one or the other anyway. But of course, I didn't circle myself. I just couldn't. And here I am, for once, being obedient to the divine and my ancestors, and being led to do something I find highly enjoyable, and really fulfills a deep desire to be at one 
with what my inner guidance has been leading me to. A 2010 study published in Applied Psychology magazine found that individuals with high levels of eudaimonic well-being, which involves having a sense of purpose, a sense of control and feeling like what you're doing is worthwhile and helps people tend to live a lot longer. Now, isn't that worth <laughs> knowing and aspiring to? Anyway, let me go back to, to the beginning. I've wanted to be a fashion designer for as, as long as I can remember, even as a child, but wasn't, wasn't encouraged to pursue any creative career paths. So I did exactly what I was told and uh, did everything else but creativity. At the age of 30, I made the decision whilst holidaying in Ghana with, with my then partner to bite the bullet and really make a full-hearted effort towards the fashion career I always wanted. Not the sort of half-hearted way I was doing at present, making things for people, but I wanted it to be big, really big. I mean, 30 isn't old by any stretch of the imagination, but in hindsight, I wish I had attempted to do it earlier. You're going to always come up against obstacles that you have to overcome, and during that period, whilst I was feeling the way, my way around the industry, I fell pregnant and had to take out time, take time out to become a mother. So without really putting all the energy into strategizing and how I wanted the business to be, I went gun ho <laughs> towards the dream once I had the freedom to do it. Only to find out 15 years later that this issue was was tiring. <laughs> and if you're wearing all the hats in the business you can reach burnout really quickly. But of course, if you have the infrastructure sorted, you're not gonna get to that stage. Hindsight's a great thing. But I guess if you're anything like me, you're going to think everything happens for a reason and this also was part of the Divine's master plan. So here you are at a crossroads. Do you keep hammering away at the process, ignoring all the signs and all your intuitive knowing? Or do you choose to take the road of least resistance? A term coined by Abraham Hicks. And choose to take a step back, look at things from a highest perspective, go within, go with what feels right in your spirit. What do you do? When you stop, Breathe and gather yourself. This is where the magic really happens. The soul wants to grow. And that, my friends, is where that uneasiness that we can't seem to shake is coming from. Yeah, this is your light bulb moment. But before the soul can grow, it would often enough bring to your attention all the different areas in your life where situations need to change in order for the growth to take place. 
These might be people, places, things that no longer serve their purpose, or where you may have tried to hold on to an old paradigm that no, lo no longer fits, basically. When you start leveling up, consciously or unconsciously, your vibration changes and, you know, by changing, you're, you're, you're growing and things can become really, really drastic in your life. There's extremes, you can find yourself really repelling, repelling things and not being able to tolerate what you previously were able to just brush under the carpet. It's a real game changer. When you start noticing that you no longer think in the same way or behave in the same way and your beliefs are different, your point of attraction changes. You can start attracting things from the new standpoint you're at. You can start manifesting things quicker and bigger and better things. But of course, before the new can come into your existence, you have to accept that you are evolving and growing and some of the old no longer suits you. Your intuition is your guide. I suggest you really take heed of these intuit intuitive nudges and signs as early as you can, once they come into your consciousness. I mean, these feelings are not imaginary and they don't get, they don't, they don't go away. They just get suppressed and suppressed until something comes along and stops you in your tracks. Don't be like me. <laughs> I turn my eyes away from so many things that were staring in my face and trying to get my attention. All in the name of having a fashion business, all in the name of remaining in a relationship because of the fear of the unknown, or just basically trying to love people unconditionally who weren't basically worthy of it. Don't wait until it all comes crashing down around you. The soul wants to give you what is real and what will make your heart sing. That's why your intuition is there to guide you towards all the things you want and are in alignment, once you do the work, of course. <laughs> your intuition is on your side and will throughout be trying to bring to your attention all your unanswered questions, you know, all the things that bug you. It will keep moving you towards answers, but you have to stay vigilant. We all have free will and can prolong what doesn't suit us for longer than we need to. It's our choice. Been there, done it. And I'm still there in certain areas of my life. It all doesn't happen overnight. But as long as you're not self-deceiving, and maintaining mindsets that you know are detrimental to your growth or doing things that are really against your higher self then everything's cool Charlie I know it can be scary or <laughs> but the fear that you fear will give you the impetus to go within and really discover what lies deep in you that keeps you running back to what feels safe and doesn't live, allow you to live in a moment and stops you becoming the person you want to be in the future. 
Most of us are on autopilot and don't take the time to check in with our true desires, how we feel at present. But when you are forced to, by circumstances, or do, by, do, by, do it voluntarily, it can be a little bit daunting, I'm not gonna lie. However, the letting go and letting spirit is without any doubt the best thing you can ever do. When you're on a mission to obtain your soul's purpose, you know, you have to trust the process. <laughs> Settling isn't an option. So on that note, I'm gonna end it there. Thank you so much for staying with me for the duration. I hope it was of some kind of use to you. Please join me for the next segment and enjoy the rest of your day. Namaste, my people.